Right then, uh, good morning everyone. A uh, very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, some significant volatility in the end yesterday. Um, some markets were a little bit, um, uh, if you look at the, the rebound or, or the, um, the rejection of the highs in gold, for example, it creates an interesting dynamic now because, you know, we had a bit of a rally off the back of the Fed um, looking to cut rates sooner rather than later. Sorry, that's the market interpretation, um, despite Jerome Powell trying to keep the door open, but he's clearly talking to, to both sides. Um, and there's a sort of realization really that, you know, perhaps the Fed won't move as quickly as perhaps the market is anticipating. And maybe these markets have run on a little bit too, too high. So this is where sort of technical analysis comes in and it creates a decision making point really for markets where, um, you know, if, if prices kind of hold, then you're still looking for further upside because nothing has really changed. If prices roll over to the downside, it gives you an opportunity to get into some short term um, uh, pullback trades are, are perhaps reversals off the highs. So we do have that type of setup uh, currently underway. We're currently in two uh, dollar weakness trades. So we'll break those down for you um, as best we can. And we'll, uh, we'll see how we strategize this sort of market condition that we're experiencing now. So please see our risk warning currently up on the screen. And um, as always, just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. So all profitable traders, they need to consider what markets to trade. Where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk, trade management as well, and trade psychology? All very, very, very important facets of trading financial markets. A lot of education in each area, to be fair. Um, but just to let you know that we are um, we address these considerations. We discuss them every day in our live trade room with every trade we get into we look at the the environment and um and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use disciplined with our capital and of course be patient as well okay so let's get straight into it then we'll start of course with um forex factory so so yesterday nothing of any major concern we got still lowering inflation month on month for the swiss economy um it's kind of in keeping with overall inflation which seems to be continuing to drop so this is what we mean by nothing really has changed apart from the the technicals of creating this this potential pullback opportunity um and we'll break it down in the charts in just a second so the rba kept their rates at 4.35 um you know they very well may look to increase rates but we're gonna wait and see for now and that seems to be a message from, from the Fed right across global central banks. So nothing of any major interest in these markets. We've got a lot of services PMI numbers. Um, so below 50 just represents contraction. And uh, where we're broadly speaking in these industries that are kind of uh, contracting so we're not likely to get much of a deviation on that image now all eyes will begin to start to focus on u.s employment data 
starting with jolts job opening numbers how many jobs are available for the work for america unemployed americans well this number is is we're kind of slowly coming down but we were up at 11 11 million jobs and that represented two jobs for every one person in the us looking for work and able to work so that number has come right down um we kind of bounced off 900 a little bit and we kind of you know these numbers started to increase somewhat and it looks like the job the jolts job openings number is going to be softer that's it's kind of where we're at the fed are kind of wanting to see the needle move with regards to unemployment and if we go straight to friday's non-farm payroll numbers you'll see historically around 200,000 jobs was a very healthy job number and last time we got 150 so you know the the needle is beginning to move it seems now we still got the unemployment rate up at 3.9 so we're still in around you know really strong unemployment and there is a really strong jobs market in the US, as we know. So 179 is quite a, still a strong, historically speaking, it's quite a strong number, but it certainly has the potential to be weaker than, than kind of what we've seen um, more recently. You know, comfortably on average over the last two years, we're probably up at around 280, 300, something like that. Um, so this number would represent further cooling. And it is really what the Fed are, are, are kind of wanting to bring about is, is a softening jobs market. So it seems ironic or it seems counterproductive that the Fed, who have a remit to keep full employment, are actually wanting um, more unemployment. But um, that's what they're wanting to see to sort of be able to take their foot off the pedal. So really, we want to see what these job numbers, what, what they kind of mean. And if there's much less jobs available, that's the first sign, isn't it? That there is a bit of, there's a bit of tightening in the jobs market. Um, that would point to the Fed not needing to keep rates as high as they currently are. So there'll be a bit of a softening there. And the opposite is true. If we come in, let's say 950, 960, 970, God forbid, like over 10 million job opening numbers. That would be the opposite. That would probably give these markets a bit of um, the the higher rate for longer narrative might start to, to kick in at that point. So we're going to be watching these job numbers. ADP tomorrow, unemployment claims on Thursday, and non-farm payroll claims on uh, uh, Friday. So... So really a bit of a focus on, on US jobs for the week. So let's get these all important charts up then. So so here, here's where we are, where, sorry, here is where we are at. So what do these, yesterday we had a, a strong rollover to the downside. Uh, we kind of bounced off the lows just a little bit, but what does this suggest to us? It kind of means that we're only really, over the last two, three weeks, we're only really grinding higher. We're not really making any solid progress. And if you look at the move we've seen in November, 
this market could very, very easily roll over to the downside. And uh, there'd be a short-term corrective move there that we could really proactively kind of get involved in. So here's the corrective move beginning to kick in on the NASDAQ. So we've got a strong... Let me bring this down. So we've got a, a really strong move yesterday. Look where prices pulled back to. So this is your decision-making point. This is your sort of really significant rollover to the downside below 15,835. And we rallied down to 15,711. But then we pulled back up to that level. So we still think we've got a little bit of work to do. Like for this to be a genuine roll over to the downside and um, we, we do kind of need to see this market below 15.71711 um, and then you've got a bit of a rally potentially down to these moving averages down here 15.3 so we can certainly have a look there's a 400 point move potential in 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 this trade if we can if we see this rollover be genuine we're not too sure how genuine it is the dax is pretty pretty mild yesterday it was looking a little bit more threatening let's say there's a there's a significant amount of resistance up at these higher levels we're, we're pretty close to to highs now so we rallied to the upside and um sorry that's the monthly high there isn't it yeah and it looks like we were pulling back into that high, but we've we kind of bounced off it. So we ended up closing pretty close to the highs. So let's just have a look elsewhere. You know, we were concerned about a 200 period moving average in, in the FTSE. So that's looking a little bit softer. And then the DAX, again, there is softness in this market, but it's not overwhelming. The Nikkei. So this is looking... We're looking to we're beginning to see a little bit of a move for that yen uh, trade, so we're getting that strong roll over to the downside again. You'd expect these markets to run into these moving averages, and then potentially we'll see if there's kind of further downside or, or whether we get a little bit of a bounce and we'll start rallying again. So Bitcoin, this is the this is the big move that we've seen, big strong rally yesterday. We're up to. 42,000 now, um, despite everything going on in, in in the cryptocurrency markets. So what's our plan? Well, we've got potential trigger prices to the downside. Um, we want to see if there's enough in this move for these yesterday's lows to be taken out and whether we get a genuine um, rollover to the downside. And if so, we can certainly look to trade it. So that's the equity picture. We're going to watch it very, very carefully. Um, we still got weakening oil markets. So prices rolled over from OPEX, pretty sort of tame, projecting a pretty tame outlook, really, that they're going to extend these cuts, you know, going into 2024 and... Um, the Saudi minister overnight just sort of suggesting that he truly believes that everyone will stick to those cuts. 
just to try and you know inject a little bit of trying to just convince players in this market and it's really not working and the question we've got is if a weakening oil price suggests slowing global demand that's a bit of a concern now is is that is that the indicator we should be extracting from these markets because if you look at a rallying equity market um which are very close to all-time highs you, you think there's really not much not much wrong um now these market dynamics can shift really really quickly so one's going to be right and one's going to be wrong and we're not too sure how this is yet to play out we still have to navigate these uh these monthly lows huge volatility we were looking at the highs in here the 2068 as a potential um strong bit of support and we traded through them yesterday very very convincingly now that's your first level of support the next level is is just a little bit lower so we've got the potential and we have these moving averages coming to meet it we have the potential to sort of roll over back down to two thousand dollars two thousand and ten dollars something like that and we'll see how this market plays out from here but you would expect short-term selling to continue if this move is is a genuine move it's a complete retracement isn't it so we have um so we had friday's rally monday extended move 2144 is the highs and then we've retraced that so normally you, you sit back and you, you take note of of this kind of price action if we roll over a little bit lower we do have the potential to buy at a slightly lower price okay so the question is where does that leave us regarding the dollar so we're, we're currently looking very very carefully at um at dollar weakness uh, sorry at dollar weakness and um we've seen the dollar strengthen in the euro in the euro more so than than kind of many other markets but we're certainly having a very important pullback now we want to see this is a, a a trigger price these lows so yesterday's low in in the euro dollar the 108.04 is a very very important low the pound yesterday's low it just bounced off at the 2602 we just we have our buy trade in this market expecting further upside that looks like it's beginning to unwind so we can see if we can get in on a secondary trend trade for the dollar dollar yen procrastinating although we do we are seeing some strong yen strength in in markets like the euro so significant weakness there we're running into an awful lot of potential support at these prices so we just have to bear that in mind um double top in the pound yen so just elsewhere where we at a bit of dollar strength so far that dollar weakness which we were expecting to continue doesn't seem to be 
do have potential support. So we, we just need to be selective in terms of, you know, we can certainly get in on a bit of a pullback, but we'd be looking to buy at these lower prices. So it's a short-term selling opportunity. Okay, so so let's um, let's just amend our, our today's trade plan, and then we'll, we'll switch rooms, guys, to our European live trade room. Um, so, just want to have a quick look at bond yields. So, ironically, these are still lowering. So we still have inverted bond yields. We have um, US Treasuries. You know, still looking looking weaker. That would be a positive sign for equity markets. We've got a 10-year. You know, very close to making new lows as well. So that should give us a, a bit of a bullish outlook. And it just indicates to us that if we do um, get into this uh, short-term selling trade, that it's not really likely to last that long. And there is still signs that we'll still get further upside. So regarding the, the, the pound and the, and the Aussie, if we break below these lows, they, they, it, it gives us some important information. Same with the euro dollar. Um, we want to see if we get a short-term corrective move and if so there might be a decent trading opportunity there for us to focus on so okay let's put this into context then difficult market condition we've got a strong rollover to the downside yesterday People are saying maybe we overcooked it in November now. We don't necessarily think we have because nothing nothing really has, has changed. But we do have weakening. Um, so we have a rollover to the downside with weakening bond yields, which gives a bit of a mixed narrative. Um, So I think we can describe it as we've still got broadly mixed markets. So trading smaller size is not a bad idea. Um, short term, potential risk off market conditions expected. I think that's pretty much where we're at because these markets are at decision making points. Now, the pound dollar and the Aussie dollar could really bounce off those lows. We don't think they probably will. We think it looks like we're going to get the momentum trade, the, the rollover trade to the downside, um, which can last for a short period of time. However, the, the buy trade from here is a bit tricky. So, um, so you see, we're still in that little pullback phase that we were talking about yesterday, and it only really solidified the uh, the pullback um, and we're still in that little pullback phase 
And there is another market that's worth putting in here. Okay, so, so market summary then, we've kind of got a mixed overview, short-term potential risk off market conditions like we explained. It's that rollover trade to the downside, rolling over off those highs. Uh, short-term trade we can get into maybe for a day or two, we'll have to see, we'll have to see when prices uh, reach those lows. So what we can look for today is potential industry weakness, very much pullback related short-term. We can look for potential dollar strength, if that continues and we break yesterday's lows, then that's important information that this market is just going to correct, it seems. And we will be looking again at uh, markets like the euro yen, potentially the pound yen, and we'll see what, what's happening with the dollar yen as well. But that's why it's important to be selective. Okay, so look, that's our trade plan, guys. We'll post it into the chat box. Feel free to take it away. And um, any questions, feel free to post them. And we'll just switch rooms now to the live trade room. Um, so a European live trade room will be there for you. Great stuff. Okay, on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely my pleasure as always. Um, it, it's it's a mixed narrative, I'm afraid. It's not it's not clear cut. It looks like there's a bit of a, a risk-off condition beginning to kick in. Not really driven by necessarily higher rates or anything or, or even the recession. You know, that's not really taking hold. It just seems like there's a little bit of sort of slamming on the brakes and, and just seeing the move that we've seen over the course of November and actually going, hold on a minute, we've probably over overshot the runway just a little bit. So that sort of mentality, psychology is probably reasonable to expect. So the, the, the question is, if sellers start coming in in, in these markets with these risk-off conditions, you know, how um, how long will those conditions last for? All right. So tricky condition at the minute, bear that in mind. Any questions, feel free to post them. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to switch rooms now, so we'll see you uh, in our European uh, live trade room in just a second. And just to let you know, if you are interested in learning how to trade, you can access one of our discounted live trading and, and education bundles on the website, starting from just $59 a calendar month. So hopefully you'll find that a decent opportunity. Uh, for more information, just go to livetradingroom.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye for now.